Hey guys, my name is Aubrey. Welcome to the ASAP podcast. I'm your host for this week, and today I'm gonna be chatting it up with my friends Jack and Carly. Say hello to the people. Hello. Hey, people. (laughs) And today we're gonna be talking a little bit about David's message on adulting. But before we get into that, we're just, you know, we're just being silly little geese before we turn the mics on and we were doing some ASMR. So Carly and Jack, if you want to give us um, maybe a little piece of that real quick. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. Um, First up is, is the sound of Velcro being quietly torn across. If you could see him right now, his arms are like T-Rex arms (laughs) as he's peeling apart this Velcro. They're so little. Um, My ASMR specialty, if I had one, would be like um, where they give you a facial, but they tell Mm -hmm. you what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like... I cannot with y'all. I mean, that was just rich for my soul. I needed that. I didn't know I needed it. But thank you for um, sharing your gifts with the world. Um, So moving right along from ASMR into David's message. Um, Would love to just hear y'all's thoughts. Would love to pick y'all's brains on what your biggest takeaway from his message was tonight. Jack, you can go. Yeah. We were talking before this, and I was sharing just some stuff, and I think the biggest takeaway that I had was just the call from Timothy, I guess actually Paul, the call from Paul to not let um, older people talk down to the younger people like us and not ending it there, but also saying like, while they're not talking down to you, also be the example that um, you're called to be. Mm. I thought that was really good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. um, I really liked David's second point about training for godliness and just kind of um, how he was talking about, um, it's kind of like working out. You're never really going to um, arrive mm-hmm. and um, just get to a point where you're good. It's mm-hmm. always like you're always training and progressing or mm-hmm. you're regressing. And so it's mm-hmm. the same way with our faith. And so I just thought that was really cool metaphor. It stuck with me. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That even makes me think, too, about um, like our faith he's talking about. I think it was First Timothy 4, 8 and how... Um, like when we're feasting on worldliness, like that is not going to bring anything fruitful. And I just, I consistently think about like, what does it look like to actually have an eternal mindset? Like, yes, that sounds so good. And so like, oh yeah, like I have an eternal mindset, but it's like, no, in my day to day, do I actually desire worldliness or do I actually desire the Lord? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was just a good and sobering reminder of like, man, I need to, I need to be checking myself with the Lord on that specifically. But, yeah, that's really awesome. Um, maybe what's something from, um, he brought up the five points um, from First Timothy 4.12 that Paul brings up. Um, and feel free to crack open your Bibles if you need to. Um, I'm going to do the same. But what's maybe something that stuck out to you from those five points that was like, man, like, that is so important. Yeah, well, for me, it was definitely the purity point. Um, and another metaphor that he gave, I guess the metaphors were really speaking to me tonight, um, was like the playing house metaphor mm-hmm. and how some people 
they just never stop playing house. So, mm-hmm. like, how sexual impurity or just impurity in general is kind of, like, pretending to adults, mm-hmm. not actually adulting, um, and, like, how adulting truly is practicing that purity. Um, that was a word, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I just thought that was a good way to put it and never thought of it like that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I enjoyed the purity section too. I loved that he said, um, hold on, let me pull up my notes here. I love that he said that like he challenged us as the audience to like think about like if the Holy Spirit can raise Jesus from the dead, like that's the most craziest thing we've ever heard. Like, he can meet you in any sin that you're struggling to overcome. <clears throat> in this instance, it was it was pornography that he was talking about. But I just think that's so empowerful, empowering for us to hear as students, and um, even just like for men's ministry and for women's ministry here at CSF, it's like it doesn't matter what you're bringing to the table because mm-hmm. like uh, the Holy Spirit is just so much more powerful. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he said that, I like audibly was like, woohoo! <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that was yeah, that was awesome. I also really love um, just his points in scriptures, um, talk in general on the way we speak. And like something that's really important to me is just like integrity. And, um, you know, scripture talks about like guarding our tongue and how important it is to um, do so. And so I think that's just always a good reminder because I I feel like that's one of those that like kind of slips under the rug. Well, it's like, well, he said a weird or not super great comment here and there. Like, We'll just um, act like that didn't happen. But then it's like, man, that can snowball so fast. And I feel like, yeah, that it's just like poison in church communities when it just freaking just snowballs and increases so much. And so I think that was really cool. And just even the personal example that he brought up of um, working, I forget what the exact title was, but basically uh, catching shoplifters when he was, a 19-year-old kid, and um, just his coworkers just absolutely bashing these people that they would catch, and David just saying, like, no, I, I don't want to be a part of that, I think is just huge that he even recognized, like, this is, this is not what the Lord has for um, his children. Like, this is not what um, I want to be a part of, and even David just, like, stepping away and doing that made the people who were bashing um, the shoplifters come to him and just, like, be curious, which I'm like, sometimes it really does just take being an example, which mm-hmm. he also talked about in his sermon. So I just really, really loved that. But um, something I was also thinking about um, in regards to David sharing personal stories, at the end of his sermon, He shared a story about his son being born, and um, when being born, he lost a lot of oxygen, and David and his wife didn't know um, if he was going to live, if he was going to survive, if he was going to have a lot of complications. Like, they just had no idea, and David just um, taking to prayer so fervently, um, and Nicole taking to prayer so fervently, and asking literally the internet, like literally going online and like posting and being like, hey, please, please pray for us. Um, Just thought that was super powerful. And so I'd love um, to ask you guys if like you've ever been in a situation where you truly cannot depend on anything but the Lord. And if so, what did that kind of look like? 
I'll give y'all some time to mull that one over because I know that's a bigger one. For me, I feel like mine was just um, like after a loss of a close relationship, just like deep loneliness mm -hmm. um, was when I really had to lean on the Lord because um, it was also like in a transitioning season of my life because I was going from a year in college to a summer out of college. So kind of just switching communities as we tend to do every year mm -hmm. um, can be hard. So facing that loss in that time where I wasn't like with my daily community anymore, I was kind of trend transitioning from that to a new community was um, very lonely and I really had to lean and rely on the Lord for um, comfort, strength, just like motivation um, to be my joyful self, even when I didn't feel like it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if I have a sad one off the top of my head. <laughs> that sounds really bad. But um, I think in most recent terms, it would be probably making the decision to come on to staff. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of times <clears throat> it can seem like we're just like hanging out and don't want to leave college <clears throat> as yeah. staff members. But I mean, truly, we wouldn't be here if we didn't want to like lean on God and trust in God. And I think even saying like no to a full-time job with a paycheck mm -hmm. and like insurance and benefits and things of that nature, it's like, and even like a regular schedule, mm -hmm. I think it truly takes us just to lean on the Lord. And I think I had to lean on him a lot just to even see like what direction he wanted me to go after college. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. It doesn't have to be sad, you know? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I really resonate with both of those and, it just really got me thinking on my own life, you know, classic David making me reflect, uh, but also just thinking about like, man, like what are those situations where I legit had nothing else, you know, like had no distractions of worldly comfort. And it's crazy to think about like, okay, I feel like this is helping me to see like, okay, my faith in the Lord is real um, when I am like, in the absolute depths of um, just despair and loneliness, like you said, Carly, and just all these different things. And it's like, is this the one, like, is the Lord the actual one thing that I depend on? Or do mm -hmm. I depend on the Lord like 30 to 40%? And then, you know, these comforts that I have, um, you know, a certain percentage. And so, yeah, it got me deep in the feels, deep in the introspective <laughs> Um, in introspective ways, but uh, kind of wrapping things up, are there any final thoughts or things that um, really resonated with you guys tonight, whether it's something David said or scripture specifically, or even just a thought that you had that you're going to be chewing on after tonight? Yeah, I loved... <clears throat> So when, when you said with the points, the second point was training for godliness. And I think it just resonated really deeply when he was talking about like, you're not just going to wake up one day and be fit. Like you have to put a lot of um, work into being in shape. <clears throat> and I just love that he was talking about even like writing scripture down. I thought that was so cool. Like, mm. <clears throat> I think it's, you can't be, you can't be in a place without working towards that place. And I mm. thought it was just cool that he was talking about like, we can train for godliness, but we can't like be we can't do that unless we're actually with him so i thought that was really good and a good reminder for us okay. yeah. um yeah well jumping back to what <clears throat> we were talking about before a little bit just how 
when those like times of tragedy, loneliness, um, whatever trials come along and your faith is kind of revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of like for me, I thought it was cool because it kind of tied in with the first point that he was talking about when he was talking about feasting on truth. He made a comment um, and it, he said, don't wait for the crises and big decisions in your life to find truth, mm-hmm. but um, you need to build that fa- foundation now to be mm-hmm. ready for those crises mm-hmm. and decisions that you'll have to make. So, yeah, I, it kind of like came full circle, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so mm-hmm. definitely like training for those moments before they happen instead of just waiting to see where your faith's at whenever it happens is yeah. a big thing. Um, and then also just he was like saying, what if these four years of college were marked by that? Mm-hmm. Um, were marked by like strengthening our faith and getting closer to God. Um, and like that's something I really reflected on and was like that's that is what I want these four years to look like. Mm. So mm. yeah. Yeah. All great things. Something else that I um really loved that he touched on was how we need to obviously seek Jesus, but we also need to seek the local church and love God's people because I feel like I see that all the time where it's like, Well, I love the Lord, but like I don't trust humans. I don't trust the church. And it's like, man, I get that. Like I resonate with that because like trust is a big thing. And like, obviously we've all been hurt before. We've all been betrayed before in like some capacity, um, by another person, but man, like we need to fight for God's people. Um, and we need to fight for reconciliation, forgiveness, um, and just being in community with one another because we weren't meant to just be on this island by ourselves. So I was like, man, that's some fire. (laughs) But um, yeah, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much, Carly and Jack, for joining me, for your vulnerability, your wisdom. I'm so thankful I got to do this with you guys. And we hope that you all enjoyed this too. Have a great week.